And hey, by the way, we just sang that song. We, we sang the words King of Kings. We, we sing You Are Holy. Listen, there is nobody or nothing more worthy of your praise today than Jesus Christ. So we're in the right place. You know you're in the right place, right? If you know you're in the right place and you know that God is good, say God is good. Praise the Lord. Hey, I love that, that Brad worked that into his prayer. He said, you know, all over the world, and we have 25 to 30 special guests from Papua New Guinea with us today. And so I want to say thank you guys for joining us. Um, that, and I'm, we're just so thrilled to have you here. This church has a long history, a long relationship with Papua New Guinea. We visited the, the hospital in Kujip several times, and, and I, I got to go there, and I think it was the year 2000. And so it's just so great to have you all worship with us. And, and what a blessing it is, you know, just to think that what we're doing here, people are doing all over the world, and we're all joining together to cry that he's holy. I, I know that... I know that the Bengals aren't playing today, but even if they were, even if number nine was playing quarterback, even if number one was playing receiver today, God is the most worthy of our time, our energy, and our praise. So praise the Lord. Thank you for being here. Thank you for those that are joining us online. It's just such a blessing to worship together. I also want to say this. We just finished Missions Month and Faith Promise, and, and I just want to say thank you to you as a church. This is such a wonderful giving church, and I am blessed to be able to pastor this church and be a part of what God's doing here. So thank you to all of you that, that participate in Faith Promise and, and just all of you that give all the time. Thank you so much. Uh, today we are, we're continuing or we're starting a new series, and the series is called He Changes Everything. So our, our vision is upward, outward, forward. Upward is the first piece of our vision, and it's all about the fact that God wants to change who we are, that we are supposed to grow in our faith and become more like Him every day. And, and so here's the thing. We believe that God wants to transform your heart, your mind, your spirit into His image. See, see, there's a couple different ways that, that people look at church. One is that we say a prayer and we're saved, and then we just go to church and we check that box, but, but that's not what's going on here. The creator of everything, the creator of the world, your creator, wants to walk with you every day, wants to transform your heart, wants to change you to be more like him so that you can be a person of love and hope and grace and peace and all of these things. So, so today we start this new series, He Changes Everything. I want to emphasize that. He changes everything. It's not that we all come to church and we, we crack the code and we, you know, we buckle down and we become better people. It's that God, His Holy Spirit living in us, transforms our hearts as we walk with Him every day, and we are a different person than we were before. If you're a follower of Christ, you should be a different person than you were five years ago, or three years ago, or six months ago. God is continually transforming us. So today, we, we, we start this series, He Changes Everything. When we walk with Christ, we are being changed into His image. So there is a beautiful picture of this. It's in Galatians chapter 5. Um, it's called the fruits of the Spirit. And so I want you to stand with me. We're going to read Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to be reading lots of Scripture through today, but this is the one I'll have you stand with me for, and, and I won't have you stand for the rest. But Galatians chapter 5 shows us the fruits of the Spirit, and these are the tangible ways that our lives change 
as we walk with Christ. This is a perfect picture. These are things that you can circle or look at, and you should be growing in these things if you're walking with Christ. So, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance. We don't use that word a lot. Some people translate that patience, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Praise the Lord. Have a seat. My prayer is that as we… We're going to read that every week. And my prayer is that God will speak to you and God will continue to transform you into His image, not by what I say, by what His Word says. And so, so today, uh, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of in short supply. We're going to jump ahead a little bit. So it starts, it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. We're going to come back to those a little bit later in the series. This is going to be a long series. We're going to come back to those in Advent. But today, we're starting with this word, forbearance. And this is something that, that is in pretty short supply in our world. So we just got back from staff retreat on Wednesday. We drove down to Pigeon Forge and drove back, the, the staff did. And, and Pastor Dale, I'm sorry, Dale, I, I got to call you out a little bit here. Dale was so gracious to drive the bus for us down to Tennessee and back. And I was so thankful for that because I really wanted to watch football on Sunday afternoon. And so I got to sit in the back and watch football. But on the way back on Wednesday, we're driving up 75. Now, Dale, Dale is a wonderful person, and he is gifted in many things. <clears throat> One of his giftings is that he can drive the church bus like a NASCAR around corners. <laughs> and I know he doesn't drive that way when everybody's in there, but occasionally, you know, we were just, we were up on one wheel, I think. <laughs> no, we, we weren't on one wheel. But we got on the way back. Sometimes on the straightaway, though, like Dale, you know, he was being responsible. So we're coming up 75. It's Wednesday. We're on our way back from staff retreat. And there is a guy behind the bus just annoyed as could be because Dale wasn't going as fast as he, he would have liked him to have gone. And so he's sitting behind us. He's just honking the horn over and over again. Beep, 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 beep. We look back, and he's mad, he's gesturing, he's upset. 30 seconds later, beep, 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 and, and Dale's just cruising along, you know, doing his thing. <laughs> I want to be honest with you, I, I, I feel that guy's pain a little bit. <laughs> but once again, Dale, thank you for driving. I told him in first service I would say it to your face. I'm not talking behind your back. I love you. You're awesome. But patience is something we struggle with, isn't it? You see it on the roadways. Maybe you've been the recipient of those honks before. Maybe you've been the one that's honking before. <laughs> we see a lack of patience, uh, you know, when we're waiting in lines, maybe at the grocery store, maybe when you're at the restaurant and somebody's food isn't coming fast enough. We, we see a real lack of patience or forbearance. And, and so I just, this is something today as we, as we look at God's Word, I, I want you to know I think that this is something that is real for every single one of us. We're going to look at four different ways, four different um, kind of facets of forbearance. And, and I promise you that if you aren't struggling with one of these four right now, that you will at some point and you have at some point, here's the deal. God wants to change us. He changes everything. And He wants to transform our hearts and help us grow in 
forbearance, which we sometimes translate patience. Another translation for it could be endurance or could be perseverance. The, the idea here is that, that we can wait and we can push through. The, the word that's used is makrothumia. You guys learned a new word today. Say it with me. Makrothumia. That was 30 of you did an excellent job. <laughs> Another 40 of you did a halfway decent job and the rest of you just didn't even try. And that's okay. Go study it. You don't need to know it. It's fine. Forbearance is the word. And, and it can mean patience. It can mean endurance. So we're going to look at four, four different, you know, meanings of this word and, and how God wants to transform our hearts to grow in forbearance, to grow in patience, to grow in endurance. So the, the first way is this. Let's just jump into it. The Spirit that's living in us wants to give us patience so that we can love each other well. You know that you need patience if you're going to deal with people, right? If you know that, say amen. amen. If you need patience for the person next to you, maybe give them a little elbow. Don't get yourself in too much trouble. You know if you're going to deal with people, you need patience. The Spirit wants us to grow in forbearance or patience so that we can love each other well. All right, I'm going to, if you're my age or around my age, you're going to track with this. If you're not, you may, you may not. But my fa one of my favorite shows was the show Family Matters back in the, in the 90s. Okay, we got a Family Matters fan up here. Yep. It bothers me that that's going to be the best clap we get today is for Family Matters. <laughs> But back in the TGIF, you know, thank goodness it's Friday, like, that, that was one of the shows. And in Family Matters, there was um, Carl Winslow, who was the father, and, and he struggled with this neighbor. You guys, if, if you watch this show, you know him. His name was Steve Urkel. And there was one episode that if you watch this show, you're going to remember it. He was struggling with his blood pressure and, and with heart issues, and so he went to the the um, the doctor, and the doctor said, you need to do something to calm down, to be more patient. And so every time something would happen that would tempt him to get upset, he would do this. He would say, three, two, one, one, two, three. Forgive my language. What the heck is bothering? My mom would be so upset if she was here to hear me say the word heck. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just quoting. But he would say, three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? And then Urkel would do something else. Three, two, one. One, two, three. In the end of it, he's trying to teach Urkel to drive. And at the end of it, Urkel backs into his garage door, knocks it down, and he's trying so hard. Three, two, one. One, two, three. And then he'd look at him. Three, two, one. Listen, God wants to help us grow in patience so that we can love each other better. I know that maybe that's a an over-dramatization of what happens, but the truth is that we need patience for each other. If, you've, if you work with people, if you're sitting next to someone, if you've ever met someone, you know that we need patience to love each other. I, I don't know for you uh, who that is in your life, but I want you to know that you are called to love the people around you with the love of Christ. And there's no way you can do that well unless you grow in forbearance or patience. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, earlier it says, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, 
And then down in verse 16, it says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, because the way you're going to serve each other humbly in love is by walking by the Spirit and growing in the fruits of the Spirit. And so we need to grow in patience. Anyone want to be honest and just say you need to grow in patience for other people? I mean, maybe it's your family, maybe it's your spouse, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's your coworkers, maybe it's just the people around you. We need to grow in patience so that we can love each other the way that God calls us to love each other. Here's the best news. I'm going to say this over and over again. God is with us, and God's Spirit will help us grow in patience. You don't have to go get the perfect saying, three, two, one, one, two, three. You don't, I mean, there's nothing wrong there. I believe that therapists and doctors do good work to help us. But here's the deal. I believe that God wants to change your heart to help you be a more patient person, to help you be a more loving person. And so you can come up with sayings, and that may work, that might help you, but really, God wants to change your heart and make you more patient, more loving. The second thing, so we've got the way that we treat others, the way that we're patient with others. God wants us to grow in that. The second thing is that God wants us to grow in patience so that we can wait so that we can be faithful in waiting on His promises and His actions. If you followed God for very long, you know that His timing doesn't always work with our timing, does it? There, there's a lot of times where we find ourselves struggling. The Spirit wants to give us patience to trust God's timing. How many of you have ever said, hey, God, I really wish you would work a little bit faster in this? God, I really wish you would do this a little bit quicker or do it my way. We, we think we have the answers, and sometimes we get, we get tunnel vision, and we think that God should be working right here, right now. But here's the deal. God's timing, I'm going to just be honest with you, it doesn't often match up with our timing. If you look through Scripture, uh, the Israelites, they wandered for 40 years in the desert before they entered the Promised Land. Moses, before he was called to lead, had to go through a period of waiting and learning. We talked about Jonah a few months ago. He spent three days in, in the fish, in the whale. You don't think he was sitting there saying, hey, God, any time now? Sometimes God's timing is different than our timing, and we need patience to trust His timing. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what is promised. Listen, Hear me again, our God is awesome, our God is holy, and our God is with us. I'm just going to guess that just like some of us struggle with patience for others, I'm going to guess that there's some people in here that are struggling to be patient with God's timing. You know He loves you, you know He's good, but maybe you feel like you're in a season that He's just not working. He has just left you behind it's not true. Our God is faithful. And the Spirit wants to help us grow 
and patience so we can follow his timing. Here's, here's the thing I want you to know. God is not a cruel God that's just sitting back saying, I'm going to make them wait because I want them to be miserable. God's timing has a purpose. And if you're in a season of waiting where you don't see it, I want you to know that our God is always faithful and always working. And if you will learn patience through the Spirit, you will experience blessings like you could never imagine. God wants to give you patience to wait for His timing. So now we're going to shift from patience to the word endurance or perseverance. The other side of forbearance is the idea of endurance or perseverance. And, and so the, the, the third way that we're looking at is, is this idea of endurance or forbearance to help us get through difficult things. You guys know this. Life isn't always easy. And I know for a fact, as a pastor, I hear a lot of things. I know for a fact that a lot of people are walking in a place where they're just facing difficulty. Maybe they're health struggles. And you just don't see the end of it. You feel like when it rains, it pours. Maybe it's, maybe it's job-related. Maybe it's relationally. You just can't, you just feel like you're not going to get past this. Listen, the Spirit gives us endurance, forbearance, to help us face the difficulties of life. I want to tell you some bad news, some good news. Bad news is this. God never promised that our lives would be perfect. God never promised that if we would follow him, we would have perfect health. We would have perfect job situation. We would have all the money we ever wanted. God never promised that life would be perfect for us. What God does promise, the good news, is that he is always with us and that he will give us the strength. His spirit will help us endure and persevere. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It's talking about our, our struggles. It's talking about our, our bodies struggling and, and, and fading. And it says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Now listen to this next part. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Listen, maybe some of you are dealing with a lack of patience for others. Maybe some of you are just not jiving with God's timing and, and you need patience. I know that some of you today just feel like life is too difficult. You're tired of hurting. You're tired of going through the physical struggle. You're tired of dealing with the same junk over and over again at work. Listen, God's Spirit wants to give you forbearance, endurance, perseverance so that you can continue, so that you have the strength to go on. And God's Word promises us that if we'll allow His Spirit to give us perseverance, there is glory awaiting us. And that's not just a someday promise. That's a today promise. God will give us peace, and God will give us blessing. And one day, we'll have eternity with Him that far outweighs the trouble that we're going through. So listen, today, if you're struggling, if you're in a place where you just, you feel like you're pushing uphill, you feel like everything's falling on you and you're just tired, God's with us. He's faithful. And he wants to grow your perseverance, your forbearance. And that brings us to the last thing. And, and that's endurance or perseverance for what God calls us to. The Spirit 
wants to give you, wants to give me, wants to give us endurance or forbearance so that we can stay faithful to our calling. Listen, I know that some of you have been following him and maybe he's called you to something specific. Some of you have been praying for the same person for years now. Some of you have been doing the same thing for years, knowing that God called you to do it. Some of you have been sharing your faith with people for years, and you know that God's called you to do it. Some of you are participating in ministry, and over and over again you do it, and you know that He's, he's called you to it, but you don't see Him working. Listen to me, the same thing is true about waiting on His timing. If God calls you, God is faithful. God will not leave you. God will not forsake you. And so God's Spirit wants to give us endurance to stay faithful to the calling, to stay the course. How many of you have ever committed yourself to lose a little bit of weight? Anybody? How many of you are looking at me and saying, I wish he would commit himself to lose a little weight? Don't put your hands down. That's mean. No, I'm just kidding. If you've ever committed yourself to lose weight, then then this will be something that rings true for you. You get all pumped up, you say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 50 pounds. And you get, out, get up the first day and you say, here it is. And you go and you work out and you put in the, the time and you sweat and, and you feel pumped up and you're, you're so excited. And the next morning, you go in and you look in the mirror and what happens? You look the exact same. And you step on the scale and you weigh the exact same. And that day you're like, okay, I'm not going to let that discourage me. I'm going to work out again. And you get the good pump and you're like, yes, this is it. And the next day what happens? You look in the mirror and you look the same. And you step on the scale and you weigh the same. And it's easy to get discouraged, isn't it? But here's the thing. If you will continue to do the right things for your health, if you'll continue to eat healthy and you'll continue to exercise and do the right things, you will see results. You're just not going to see him tomorrow or the next day. The same thing is true at times when we're following God's calling. We may not see the result today or tomorrow or the next day, but if we are faithful to continue to persevere, if we allow the Spirit to give us perseverance to continue to do what we're called to do, God is faithful, and we will see results. Listen, if you've been praying for someone for 20 years, stay the course. Keep praying. If if you've been called to something and you keep going day by day, can I just be honest with you? I'm not doing this for sympathy. Pastoring can be tough sometimes. Sometimes we'll have a great service and we'll, we'll, you know, I'll feel like God's really with us and great things are happening and we'll walk out of here and someone will come up and say, I just can't stand that person. And it's just kind of like, seriously? And I'm not saying that so you'll like feel bad for me or think my, you know, my job's tougher than yours. That's not it because here's the deal. Following God's calling can be tough. And sometimes we hit speed bumps and sometimes there are difficulties in the road. We need the Spirit to give us perseverance so we can continue to stay the course. Just like every day you get up to work out not seeing the results necessarily. If you do it, God is faithful and the God that calls us is the God that's faithful. God wouldn't call you to it if God didn't want to do it. And so trust, continue to stay faithful. God's Spirit will give us endurance to stay faithful to our calling. Colossians chapter 1 says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, 
We have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask that God… Listen to the language of this. I want you to hear this. We continually ask that who? God will fill you with knowledge of His will through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have, a great, have, may have great endurance and patience. Listen to me, I'm going to say it again. Maybe you've been called to pray for someone or witness to someone or do something in ministry, and you, you do it day after day, and you don't see, you, you got the tunnel vision, and you don't see God working. Our God is not in neutral. Our God is working. Our God is faithful. And so the prayer is that God will fill us through His Spirit so that we can gain endurance and patience, forbearance, Stay the course. So that brings us to Galatians chapter 5. It says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. How do we grow in all these things? How, really simply, how do we grow in patience for others? How do we grow in patience for God's timing? How do we grow in endurance for the difficulties we face? How do we grow in endurance to follow His calling? What do we have to do? What's the plan? Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Listen, if you are a follower of Christ, the very Spirit of God is living inside of you and wants to grow your forbearance, wants to grow you into the image of Christ. So, uh, several months ago, I had the opportunity to, to drive someone from the church around um, back and forth to work for a little bit. And I can be, I, I like to have fun, I like to do things that maybe you guys think would be dumb, but I, after the second or third time that, that I picked him up and took him to work, I'd never been on this route before, it was two places I'd never been, so I, I really didn't know where I was going, but after the second or third time, I wanted, to, I wanted to test myself. And so he's sitting in the car with me, he's driven this path many, many, many times, but I said, don't tell me where to go. I want to show you that I know where to go. And so I'm driving, and I'd make a right turn, and I'd be like, yeah, I got it. And I'd make another one, and I'd be like, yeah, I got it. And then I'd miss a turn. <laughs> and he'd say, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> okay, turn around, go back, and I'd miss another turn. Here's the most ridiculous thing. Sometimes we treat God that way. His very spirit lives inside of us, walks with us daily, and we say, no, I've got this, or we forget that he's right there with us in the car or in the situation. God is with us. There, there's just no reason to make a wrong turn when the person that lives there is right next to you. But, but sometimes we just fail to walk in step with the Spirit. Worship team, come on up. If you're struggling in, in, in your patience for others, the Spirit wants to help you grow in love for others. The Spirit wants to give you patience. If you're struggling, if someone's making you mad driving, if someone's making you mad at work, what do you need to do? You need to let the Spirit guide you. Pray about it. Ask God, 
what you should do. If you're struggling with God's timing and you're just, God, where did you go? Where are you? The Spirit is walking with you. If you're facing difficulties, and and listen, I know that all of you fall in one of these boats or you have before. If you're in one of these places where you're struggling and you just can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're tired of struggling, the Spirit wants to give you endurance. If God's called you to something and you're just kind of tired and weary, the Spirit is right here with you wants to give you endurance to be faithful to the calling. So here's the deal. I want you to stand up. And we're going to sing a song, and I want you to respond to God's Word. There's a few different ways you can do that. Uh, regardless of, of what issue is on your heart or your mind, I want you to understand that the Spirit of God is right here with us. And I don't want you to be focused on the person next to you or me or anybody else. I want you to focus on asking the Spirit to grow your forbearance, your peace, your, I mean your patience, your endurance, your perseverance. If there's anything you want to pray about, these altars are a special place of prayer. There's no shame in coming to an altar. It doesn't mean you're broken or messed up any more than anybody else. We all need the Spirit's guidance. We all need help. If you want to come and you want to pray about something going on, come and pray. If, you want to, if you're right there at your seat and you want to kneel where you are, kneel where you are, but don't just hear God's Word and then walk out of here continuing to struggle because the Spirit of God is with us and wants to transform us. So I'm going to pray. We're going to sing, and I want you to respond to His Word. The altars are open. Father, I pray that you would speak to us. I pray that you would show us the places that we need to grow in forbearance. And I pray, Lord, that you would continue to transform us. We bring everything to you now in Jesus' name. Amen.